0: Brooke my name's Alyssa and I frequently misuse the word duress. <laughs> and um we are here to discuss some monsters, myths, and cryptids and decide which one's best, ultimately. Um ugh, I'm sorry, I'm very tired still. I do you ever do you ever does that thing ever happen where like you have house guests for a couple days? and you don't even ha- and like you enjoy them as people, you have nothing against them, you're perfectly happy to have them there. But just the presence of people in your home for more than a full day just fucking kills you. You're like I can't function, I can't think, this is exhausting. I am literally whenever I have relatives come over, and again, it's the same thing. I'm happy to have them. I love to see them, but anytime I have anyone visit my house, and it's never all day either. It's like a couple hours, like maybe we'll say like 12 to 6 or like maybe like 2 to 8. I am completely exhausted. Like I have to go to bed or take a nap. Like I can't, I can't physically and emotionally deal with it. And it's nothing against the guest. It's just me as a person. Literally same though. Ugh. Okay. So who's going first this week? Uh, I have been informed by a somewhat reliable source that it's supposed to be me because you went first last time or so I have been told. Okay love that. Yeah um one of these weeks someone's just gonna lie movie? to us and we're not gonna not They, it they will, and we'll, have no, <laughs> we'll idea. have no idea. We'll just be like oh really okay sounds good and that'll be that. Okay <laughs> yeah like on it like I, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm gullible. I'm dumb. This is- We both are. We're both gullible and dumb. <laughs> it'll, it'll work out. But I mean, like, it won't be the biggest thing in the world if, like, one of us goes first it'll... two weeks in a row. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend is the one that cares. We should do it on purpose, randomly, one of these weeks. Like, I'll just be like, oh no, it's your turn to go first. Absolutely galaxy brain, dude. (laughs) And I I won't, like, say it in advance. It'll just be coming, and she'll she'll have to wait for it. She's gonna break up with you over this, and I, for one, respect that. I will also, but I don't know if it'll... I'm still deciding on whether or not it'll be worth it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Who did you bring for me? I have... I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly because I'm doing my best. Uh, I believe it's a denglot or a jenglot. I'm going to the pronunciation like, you know, how you have your etymology of your weird letters of how. it's. Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to be. So I'm just going to call it a jenglot. My apologies to the people of Indonesia and also their culture. Um, <laughs> but I have it described as looking like a tiny living human doll. Um, sometimes. Oh, I hate that. Oh, that's the worst thing I've ever fucking heard, actually. But it's really just described as like a miniature human body with. It almost looks like it's mummified. Oh, I'm sorry, is that better to you? (laughs) Do you think that that's better? It has long hair down to its knees and extremely long, sharp fingernails. It sounds like some sort of like horrifying thing you would find in a thrift store that I would then put in my house. If it makes you feel better, they are described as up to 12 centimeters, between 15 and 12 centimeters tall, which if my conversion is correct is about seven inches tall. Okay, I was going to say that doesn't mean anything to me. I was going to say, it didn't mean anything to me either. I was like, gee, I wonder how many centimeters that is. (laughs) Google convert centimeters to inches. Oh, it's about seven inches. Okay, which I want you to know still doesn't mean a whole lot to me, just that it's about half a ruler. That's like half the length of Vakane. Okay, that's, that's, see, that's like respectable (laughs) size. Yeah, I hate it. It's fine, probably. Okay, so what does this creepy boo got going on for him? So, again, she's described to resemble Medusa of Greek mythology, but I really don't- Fuck that. Fuck off. Fuck you. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You thought I was done. You thought I was done. I'm- First of all, no, it fucking doesn't. Medusa is hot as hell, first of all. She's not described to be hot as hell, though, as a monster. She is, though. She's not, though. Do you- her original Eliza, myth she was Eliza, so you know she was so hideous she turned men to stone. It was later that it was adapted that her hair had the power her gaze had the power to so that's the only crossover that I could get here that a mummified tiny human is so hideous that maybe it turns you to stone so I only thing I can think of is that's the resemblance. I cannot believe you would come onto my podcast and have the fucking gall to call medusa the hottest woman that ever existed arguably ugly i can't believe you have the gall the audacity in my podcast to suggest that i don't know something about greek mythology (sighs) okay but like even within ancient greece there were references to medusa still being hot there was that one poem that. Oh, Fish I'm wrote. sorry. Are you expecting consistency from mythology <laughs> in ancient Greece? Fuck, you're right. Okay. All right, we'll we'll save that for the episode we actually do Medusa, and you beat me over the head with a <sighs> microphone. Yeah, that's what it's gonna do. <laughs> I'll save this. I'll tab this as a Brook will remember this. Yeah, please do, because otherwise I won't. Okay, so this bitch does not look like Medusa. I'm calling it right there. Uh, To be determined. Ugly ass bitch ass doll bitch does not look like Medusa. Uh, To be determined. Uh, They're primarily believed to be found in Indonesia, um, but they are said to be able to be found from anywhere. Like, you can find them in, like, a house roof, a tree trunk under the ground, which I guess they just travel. But they originate in Indonesia? I don't know. There's not a whole lot of research on the matter. If you have a janglot and not the kind that you buy on the internet off eBay, because yes, that is a thing you can do, uh, let us know. Oh, I want to do that. No, people will try and, like, it's suggested that it's either, like, again, like, poor taxidermy or, like, a combination of different animals' taxidermy. It's not pleasant to look at, but people will sell lots online with, like, look, real authentic cryptid, and people will buy them for large sums of money. Bitch, I would buy that for large sums of money. <laughs> you just said it was a creepy little doll, and now you want to buy it? I said it was a creepy little bitch type of thing you'd find in a thrift store that I would put in my house. Un- that was specifically talking about me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, I have even better for news for you, then, if you're so no. fond of these, uh, is that was some <laughs> Indonesian tradition or myths believe that they were once human and that humans have the capability to turn into jinglots. Uh, so it's not like the origin that there was this aesthetic that went into a cave mm. uh, for like meditation oh, or like lava. spiritual enlightenment. And ended up turning into one. So it's thought that any person who has a significant amount of supernatural, I guess, or, like... If you get enough woke points, you turn yeah, into a tiny Yeah, literally, fish. like, if you have, like, enough internal, like, magics within you, you could in- potentially, if you go to this you just one need cave or a certain clout. cave... Yeah. You can turn into a janglot. No one knows where the cave is. The cave is in Indonesia. So if you are a person of possessing of some heightened senses and you want to become a tiny little janglot, go for it. Let us know. (laughs) Keep us posted on your adventure with that one. Um, As for what these things can do... um, It's popular, believed that they're good luck charms. Uh, They can enact vengeance on your enemies if you have one around or are you friends with one, I guess. Um, It's also believed that they are, well, like the keeping, (laughs) the handbook to keeping and caring of your janglots suggests that they're vampiric in nature. That's not a real thing. I made it up. But yes, they are vampiric for nature. Uh, They have to be fed with blood, either animal or human. Uh, they don't drink it from the source directly. You just leave a little cup of blood near them and leave. And then it, <laughs> you know. They're tiny. They can't need that much. Also, how many blood, how many vampire monsters in a row is this? this? Is like, what, four? Give or take. Half our fucking podcast. I am a big proponent of things vampiric in nature. And I just think it's important that our podcast in some way reflects that. Four consecutive is maybe a bit too much. That's on me. Well, last week it was my fault, but most of them are yours, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You're just big horny for bad But yeah, it's not known whether they actually even drink the blood or they just absorb the nutrients from the blood directly. Um, And it's also believed that if it's not given blood, that it'll just find a way to get it itself. I assume through the fingernails. (gasps) Those things are Horrifying. It's not, it doesn't tell you, it just says, like, literally all reports just say, it'll get it itself. That is so much more ominous than saying, like, if you don't give it blood, it'll, I don't know, prick you with its fingernails and drink blood from your vein. Like, it's so much more ominous to just be like, if you don't give it blood, it will obtain some on its own. Like, I do not like that at all. Especially because it's, like, this tiny... Seven-inch mummified creature with some form of supernatural abilities, with like re- I cannot stress this along, like really long, razor-sharp nails. Like who knows what it's up to? I I hate it. Uh, but yeah, that's this tiny. Oh, I I suppose it's only fair. Uh, the only known way to kill a janglot, or suspected that you can i guess contain a janglot (laughs) is you have to put it in a bottle what you have to capture it and lock it in a bottle thus depriving it of blood does it know not know how to get a cork off of it or what maybe it's like i mean like octopus can like unlock themselves from jars maybe like I don't know. It doesn't say anything about the specificity of the bottle. It doesn't. It's just you have to specifically put it in a bottle to a deprive it bottle. of blood. Now you a can. A box will not work. It has to be a bottle. Which is funny though, because you'd think, okay, I'll just lock it in a room, or okay, I could just deprive it of blood some other way. And it's like, no, that won't work. You have to trap it in a bottle. Which <laughs> it will get out if it's not in a bottle. Sorry, I don't. But like, voice. how can it get out of these other things and not a bottle? I have so many questions. And none of them I, will ever be answered. Yeah. That's true. If they're not. Get over it. I, I just... Um... Yes? Is there? Does it got any other specific abilities or is it just... No, I mean, it's apparent that it has some kind of, uh, again, supernatural abilities. Like, sometimes they're thought to be witches. Uh, it's specifically listed as a type of ghoul. Um, but again, probably because of the blood it's, it comes from a human trying to learn the way to eternal life. So presumably as long as they're fed blood, they are immortal in the sense that they can live forever. Um, they are said to be granted again some degree of supernatural power and ability from, you know, like trying to become a hermit in a cave, but it's never really said what that supernatural ability is oh um but some are thought to be immune to natural disasters which i thought was a kind of weird caveat that's a strange kind of immunity to have but it it lit it was so funny because it's like okay it's immune to the elements or like the elements cannot physically harm it i'm like that's so cool and then they went on to be like yeah it's immune to natural disasters So i was like that was less cool than i was <laughs> expecting <laughs> yeah that's both weirdly specific and surprisingly not that impressive. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, again, like, it's- Although, I guess, like, maybe if you keep a gen got in its bottle in your house, like, it won't get fucked up by a tornado, that kind of I thing. I guess. Is that a thing? Or, like- Or is that- is that me making shit up? N- I mean, it could be entirely, because, again, it seems like the only way to kill it is to trap it in a bottle and make sure it doesn't have- fo- starve it. So, like- presumably resistance, the elements could extend to, like, a tornado wouldn't hurt it, or, like, if your house burns down, it's gonna, like, walk out of there unscathed kind of thing. (laughs) Bitch, I'm free. But, uh... Okay. That, I think, covers all the major points of the Jinglot. Alright, alright, alright. So, I find it very interesting that you went fucking tiny this week, because I actually did the opposite Good. It's important uh, to have a. I have size brought. Seconds. I have brought the kraken. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's very large. It's quite big. Yes. Uh, while my my mother-in-law and sister-in-law are here, I was like, "Hey, Elizabeth, what's a monster I can talk about on myths And that was the first. And that was the first one she thought. I was like, "Great, we'll take it." Which is my new favorite thing, by the way, to just go up to someone I know who likes mythology and be like, hey, give me something to talk about on my mythology podcast. Genuinely, you know, I need to start do. doing that because that's such a great idea. Because, like, the Kraken is such a well-known bitch, I would have never fucking thought to cover it. Uh, yeah, no, like, it's, <laughs> it's like when we sit here and go, okay, like, let's do research, like, we need to come up with a monster for our podcast. Every single thought of any cryptid who has ever existed just empties my brain, like, just Immediately, yeah. I forget. I forget what exists. Yep. So, the kraken is a Scandinavian legendary uh, sea monster that is usually described as some sort of gigantic cephalopod. Um, it lives specifically off the coasts of Norway and Greenland, two separate spots, um, and terrorizes sailors when they pass by. The anonymous author of Kanungskugja, I'm doing my best, uh, which was written around 1250 AD, uh, described the kraken as being rarely seen, however, looking more like land than fish due to its size. Um, This same work also claims that there must be only two krakens in the entire world in existence. Um, because it's always seen in the same two spots, and never seen in any new areas, so there's- doesn't seem like it ever reproduces, and there has been no, you know, recording of one being caught or killed or anything, they just- Two immortal, big-ass octopuses who both have a house, and they don't seem to ever talk to each other, and they just fuck up sailors when they come by. Now, is it entirely possible that it's one and just might- That just swims back and forth between the two Like, how far apart are these spots? Uh, I mean, they're both near Scandinavian countries. They're not that far from one another. Mm -hmm. But the myth generally seems- well, but for the most part, it seems to be believed that there's two different ones. Okay. That just both are always in their two spots. Fair. Um, but it could just be the one. You know, who knows? I doubt they were that good at identifying <laughs> them. Like, this one's Jennifer, and that one over there is Jimberly Ann or whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did you say Jimberly Ann? Is that the name <laughs> you came Did up you- with? My- <laughs> yeah name that came to mind i would have accepted kimberly and Jennifer. jimberly <laughs> they've gotten full suburban white mom on us it was the first thing i thought of. i i mean i love it my first child will be named jimberly ann in an honor <laughs> thank you smurf you don't thank get you. a say in this i know you're listening it's jimberly ann now <laughs> Your first child to be named after the Greenland Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, strong name. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, and he also um, suggested that... The same anonymous author suggested that it was impossible for there to be more than two Kraken. Because if more than two Kraken existed... The fi- the ocean would not have enough fish to keep them all fed. <laughs> yeah. They're just no, that's definitely so good fucking big, wipe out the ecosystem. Um, apparently, how they would feed is they just kind of, like, open their mouth and, like, start, like, kind of doing the sucking in sort of thing. Uh-huh. And fish would know this was going on and be like, bitch, I gotta get over there. Because when it's done eating, there's gonna be a fuck-ton of, like, dead shit left over that I can eat, which would then draw the fish to the Kraken, and most of them would get eaten, except for the ones that got their last after it had finished eating, and then they would get all the leftovers. Incredible. Apparently, is how this this seems to work. So you just gotta be um, late to the party, is what I'm hearing. Right. Right. It's it's really a timing thing. Oh, man, I'd um, survive the Kraken forever. fish are not forever. known for their intellect. You talk- <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> there was... There was a bunch of, like, historical stuff that happened to that Because for a while, the kraken was absolutely considered a real thing that actually existed 100%. Like, um... Carl von Linné, which was an 18th century Swedish naturalist, uh-huh. actually included the kraken in his first edition of... The Systema Naturae. So he just from accepted it was real. Yeah, in the first edition, he gave the kraken the scientific name Microcosmus. Um, but then emitted it from later editions. Damn, I can't imagine <laughs> why. Yeah, I don't know. The first one, he was like, "This seems legitimate. It needs a scientific name." And then I'm imagining all the other naturalists bullied him a whole lot, yeah. so he left it out of later editions. <laughs> <laughs> other naturalists be like, "What the hell were you thinking, what man, the- Carl? What has happened to you, Carl? We have standards for this shit. Come on, Jimberly <laughs> Ann. That's the really best cool. name you could come up with for a dragon. Jemperley Ann. Come on, Carl. So, so that happened 17 like 35. I think I said. Um, according to the Bishop of Bergen, uh, Eric Pontopiden, in 1752, Krakens are sometimes mistaken for islands. Sometimes. (laughs) Which is wild. (laughs) Um, which also makes me think they must look, like, kind of rocky in texture. Yeah. Because even if it's fucking huge, if it looked like some fucking calamari floating in the ocean... I would not be like, guys. There's land, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Which begs the question: if it's really land, it probably doesn't move that often. So, like, you just see an island out there, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit, must be that cracking at it again." Like, I have so many questions. Yeah, I, but but again, we there's already been like statements that like it really likes to hang out in its one spot. So, you know, um. He also claimed that, um, that the Krakens themselves were not the main danger, rather the whirlpools that would form in their wake whenever they moved. (laughs) Yeah, so this is lending more to the island credibility. Yep. Um, there's a lot of different theories of the origin of the Kraken, which I'll kind of get into. He did, he, I will say, for all that he was like, guys, the Krakens aren't even the big danger. The big danger is that when they move downward in the water, a whirlpool will form and you'll die. Uh, he also said that the Kraken was large and powerful enough to pull even the largest ships down to the bottom of the ocean, should it wish to. (laughs) So I guess it's really, you know, how's the Kraken feeling today? <laughs> Does it like you? What sort of bond have you developed? Yeah, like, the Kraken- How like, bored really? is it? I love that he tries to play it off, like, this passive, like, chill, like, I mean, like, the Kraken could drag you to the very bottom of the ocean, the likes of which humanity has never seen, but also, like, it's really just the whirlpools you gotta look out for, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, seriously. Um, also, supposedly, uh, fishermen would take the risk of fishing in the area where the Kraken was supposed to dwell, uh, because of the increase of fish in the area, like I told you before. Yeah. Like, the fish would all, you know, hear it as Kraken would be like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta get over there. So some fishermen would be like, alright, I'm gonna go out off the coast of Norway- and fish for a while. Now, I know what you're thinking. That is where the Kraken lives. But <laughs> my real thought was, is it entirely possible that the, I mean, this is absolutely the case. It's not a hypothetical that these right, morons right, right. designated these islands as Krakens and wouldn't fish near it. So the overpopulation overpopulation of fish had nothing to do with the fact that it was a Kraken and everything to do with the fact that they were too scared to go fish near these islands. Possible? Um I think also cuz I don't think it w- they were it was like these islands are always here or they we just think these islands are kraken's. I think it's more like according to like sailor mythology, sometimes you would be sailing through the ocean and be like, "Hey, look, a new island." And then you'd go to like dock at it and suddenly it would move down in the water and you would realize it was actually a kraken. Oh good is more what it was. That's good. Um, which, fun times, I guess. Yeah, I'd be kind of terrified um, if an entire island disappeared under the sea. And just sunk down into the water as you tried to stand on it. Yeah. Which, which is then what would supposedly create the whirlpool, because a huge amount yeah. of land slash fish was suddenly displacing water. And <sighs> I have to stop making weird sound effects with my No, mouth. I it's genuinely I love it. I love it so much. Sometimes it's hard to think of the word that (laughs) describes the thing, so you just make the sound that it would make. Luckily, this is a podcast, so it gets the message across when people can't see your hand gestures. (laughs) That's true. Um, So, I'm honestly thinking the whole, like, fisherman thing- Um, apparently there was a saying where, like, if a fisherman came back with, like, a especially large amount of fish one day for seemingly no reason, you would say that they fished the kraken. Meaning, like, they must have gone where the kraken was kicking it. Mm -hmm. Um, I- what I honestly suspect is that there were probably just areas that either because of what the ocean floor is like over there, or how shallow it is, or the fucking temperature of that spot of the ocean, (laughs) who fucking knows- there were, that was, like, a fish breeding ground or something like that that they stumbled upon and and chalked it up to it being the kraken. Because the thing is, like, the kraken very much became a sort of catch-all for any sort of weird ocean thing. Right. You know, like, Over uh, you saw a, a giant World squid, pools. it was the kraken. Yeah. Yeah, like, pretty much anything could be chalked up to, I saw the fucking kraken. Um, which, which is, is weird, why considering a- it's only in two. There's only two of them in two spots. So, like, let's say it's yeah, Scandinavia. So th- you're going sailing out, like, I don't know, near the coast of Africa. You can't really say it's a kraken. I think here's what I think. Because the claims that there were only two of them were back in like around 1250 AD. With time, I think stories of the kraken um, probably spread sailors would tell each other about it and all that and over time that was probably a detail that was left off more and more until eventually sailors just especially ones that originated from scandinavia but even other ones would just start thinking any big-ass fucky sea monster thing it saw must have been the kraken you know yeah i mean it's like looking back at the history of it as a myth it's very easy to be like yes we can see here there were only two of them But myths evolve with time. You got me there. You know? especially one that was so prominent for so many hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. Like, this thing is- Like, obviously, like, you say the Kraken today, and most people know what you're talking about. So, like, it is definitely- Everyone knows what you talk about. Between, um, what was it? However many leagues under the sea? Yeah. I feel so dumb. I'm drawing a blank. That that was- 20,000? 20,000 leagues under the (laughs) sea. Thank you. I- my brain deleted the number, and I was like, well, I know the book. I was, I, t- I was really waiting. Don't remember what it's called. <laughs> I was tempted to wait and be like, I hope they come up with, like, a random number. I was just waiting to see what <laughs> your brain would come up with. Like, 14 no. feet under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> 14 feet under the water. <laughs> no, but, like, between that, I think that popularized the myth of the Kraken a lot. And then, like, since then, it's just spread more and more. Um, so looking at descriptions of it, like I said, over the entirety of its existence, most of it, um, show it as being basically just an insanely big fucking octopus. Here for it. Um, however, in its earliest descriptions, the kraken was depicted as having, like, cr- crab claws, so it was like a cra- crustacean type thing. Um, crustaceans also- cephalopods? No, they're not. <laughs> but you said- Oh, um, I guess it's just- Yes. I got it. Okay. The earliest <laughs> descriptions, the Kraken was described as being more crab-like than octopus-like. Um, but the crab version did have characteristics reminiscent of large whales, also. What? <laughs> I imagine it, they, it was described as, like, a huge fucking fish- it was like a whale, but with crab claws. I was gonna say, those the kind don't of thing. They were, intersect at are all! Thing. No, they don't exist. Um, most likely, nowadays it is believed that rumors of the Kraken, belief in the Kraken, stemmed from basically any weird giant thing seen in the ocean would be cra- ch- would be chalked up to the Kraken, so... I mean, if you see a fucking whale and but it moved in a weird way and it made it less recognizable, <laughs> that was the kraken. If you see a giant squid, what the fuck is that thing? That's the fucking kraken. Like any anything that freaked sailors out over time would be chalked up to my kraken boy. I really love like um, the persistence of people not knowing what the fuck things are and like ye olden times and coming up with always the wildest excuses as to what they could be. Honestly, I love it. It's genuinely delightful to me. <laughs> it's so much fun, honestly. Like, it gives us half of our material. Yeah, it, it is. Well, but that's how myths work, because it's not like- you know, everyone anyone could take a picture of what they saw. They would just get back to port and be like, Guys, you'll never fucking believe what I saw. It was this huge ass thing. And then they would then someone else would hear that and be like, Oh fuck, you saw the kraken. You said it was big? Yeah. Must have been the Kraken. <laughs> it was like a shipwreck. <laughs> and so, right, and so with time it would just be like, you know, every weird thing is the Kraken. So you have a thousand different descriptions of it. But most of the descriptions are probably based off giant squids, which is why they're all just huge-ass octopuses. Yeah. So. Now. Now we get to the fun part. Now to the fun part. Alright. Um, Who would win in a fight? So winning in a fight is tricky. hmm But I have one main, first of all... Kraken, I do feel like, has a slight advantage I'm actually going to argue that's going to work against you, but please go for it. Okay. I have one important thing about the Kraken, and actually, I'm going to use something that you said earlier. Around the 12-minute mark of the podcast earlier, I took note in my head, um, (laughs) you mentioned how octopuses are able to open bottles and jars. Mm -hmm. You'll remember. Yeah. Um, I'm your monst- your little thing's only weakness is being put in a bottle or jar. Find me and my monster a jar is an octopus. Kraken... It lives in the ocean. What do you mean? How big? It's island-sized. Find me the articulation of motion for a bottle that a kraken can open. I don't know about you, but the largest bottle I've seen is maybe a few gallons. Is the Kraken going to be able to open a gallon jar with tentacles sizes of boats? Maybe. You don't know that. You don't know. (laughs) Also, more likely than not, it would suck it into a whirlpool and lose sight of it. It's seven inches. This thing could literally sustain itself off the Kraken entirely for millennia. Okay, but how would it kill the Kraken? The Kraken is presumably immortal. Presumably so is mine. Okay, arguably Oh no. Give, your I need replaces- to hear your argument for how it could fight the I Kraken. I was gonna say it would just literally leech off the Kraken but like, I realized I was That's gonna a really go little drain of blood. But no, your blood replenishes itself, which is how people can continually donate. So, <laughs> I could Actually, trade it, but it would just live off of like a leech <laughs> indefinitely. And it would never win. The Kraken, however, has a goal to work towards, which is to find a bottle big enough for it to open. I can't believe the caveat is just waiting to find a bottle that the fucking Kraken can open solely because mine can't. Act- I mean, like, wait, 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 no, no, hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. But you almost had me. You almost had me. You do this thing where you present logical arguments. I'm like, yeah, no, that makes sense. And then, like, <laughs> you get me suckered in. Hold on! You always do this thing where you make a logical argument that makes me feel like I lost. Like, yeah, bitch, that's a debate. No, okay. I mean, yes, but, like, I'm easily swayed, so I forget all of, like, everything that exists in my monsters. like, no, yeah, that's right. And then, like, forget that, like, hello, the jinglot has supernatural abilities. We don't know the full kit. Yeah, but what? We, just because we don't know doesn't mean they're not possible. I'm just saying that it could use, like, let's say it's it has immunity to the elements. What if it has control over the elements? You know, it's it's oh. said to bring vengeance. Immunity and control are completely different things. I'm just saying- Just because- a fucking quasit in Dungeons and Dragons is immune to poison doesn't mean that there's a if there's a puddle of poison liquid in front of it, it can fucking waterbend that shit. I'm just saying we don't know the full capabilities and using whatever those capabilities are or packs with demons are more likely to guarantee results than waiting for a giant octopus to open a bottle for however many hundreds of years it takes to open a very small bottle. Okay, so I have another point. Also, eight. it not only has to open the bottle, it has to get it in there. Which means it has to right. have the articular motion not only to open said bottle, but to capture a tiny living creature and stuff it in this, again, incredibly tiny jar. So, I'm so glad you brought this up. Um, The Kraken, or, like I said, in 1250 it was suggested that there were only two Krakens, And they only lived in those two spots. Mm -hmm. Over time, the myth evolved. And in fact, there was a good chunk of time where um, basically people found dead octopuses and mistook them for baby krakens. Now, this introduces a a layer of myth where there are young and small krakens with the full capability of... Those are of just regular octopuses. octopuses. Do not yes, present... But no, so no, no. The Kraken it it is they just a giant squid. Children. So there could be multiple Krakens. But you're not going to say that a normal-sized octopus or an octopus that just happens to be larger than normal is a Kraken. Because I think we both know there is a huge difference from an octopus able to open a the jar entire- that's, like, a little larger. First of all? Okay, I've got... First of all. Um, like I said, myths evolve. This is part of the myth. People truly believed octopuses were baby krakens. So I refuse to have that tabled due to the fact that krakens, in and of themselves, are actually just. Giant I believe the plane was a so, UFO. It doesn't make it so. Just because I like, think it's part of the myth, but like but, again, it's it's been determined since then okay, that octopuses are not baby krakens. Next, next of all, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Um, this fight is presumably happening nowadays. It's, it's happening now. The ocean is so fucking polluted with so much fucking shit. You cannot tell me that in this modern day there have not been, like, theme parks with huge-ass jars and bottles used in, like, props or, like, so that they could put one of those fucking gigantic ship in a bottle but on, like, a sign. Like, there are huge bottles and jars that exist- it's a thing. You can't tell me that, that a Kraken can't possibly open a bottle, because, like, yeah, obviously, if you gave him a Coke, he can't open that. But, like, there are big ones, and it can absolutely do that. Octopus are incredibly nimble. Their, their lack of bones allow them to do fucking wild shit that clunky tentacles probably wouldn't be able to do. They're very nimble creatures. You're thinking of this as, like, a thing with giant hands. Like, yeah, those big-ass fingers aren't going to be able to do it. An octopus isn't bound by a skeletal structure. It doesn't have to move. The the whole tentacle is just muscle. It can absolutely open something that a human of that size would not be able to. Yeah, but it's still the individual, like, it's still the suction on the tentacles and the movement. So, like if the entire suction of the tentacle is the size of the bottle like you like but that's what i'm saying there are bigger bottles there are huge fucking bottles Big, that again exist this and thing is made. still island sized it's enormous and not to mention even if it gets the bottle open it still has to get the creature in the bottle so even if you work past the initial obstacle of opening this bottle. Like, let's say, okay, there's a bottle big enough for it open. It still has to get a seven-inch living creature inside this bottle. Okay, here's what I think. The Kraken has a very straightforward way to victory. Find a big enough bottle, get the thing in the bottle. Might that take time? Yes. Is it possible? Also, yes. Your argument for your thing is that We don't know what it's capable of. Maybe it could win, but that's NOTHING! (laughs) You said yourself earlier that was more ominous, not knowing what happened and not knowing how it did what it did. No, no, no! Not, Not knowing its powers is more ominous. Not knowing how the fuck it's getting that blood is ominous. That's totally different. I'm just saying- This is the fucking cracking! There's a difference- Like, sure, you have an eternity or however long the Earth is left alive for, at this rate, maybe another 20 years, to get this thing into the bottle. But I'm just saying, it's not actually possible. The ocean is more bottles than water at this point! It's probably- (laughs) You're you're not wrong! I'm just arguing that this island-sized octopus cannot get a seven-inch doll into a bottle! It's not possible! It is possible but unlikely. You have no evidence to support that there's anything your creature could do to defeat the kraken. Alright, I'm gonna go to a zoologist or an aquarium. I'm going to create a 7 millimeter or whatever the scale equivalency size doll is. I'm gonna give it to an octopus. I'm gonna see if it can- First of all, no you're not. Yes I am. You do not have the means to do any of these things. Fuck off, Alyssa. Second of all... I'm just saying it would be the most likely all. experiment, and it's not... It's Again, it's not possible. I have told you multiple times, we're not talking about a fucking Coca-Cola bottle. Again, but you are even ignoring if I me. allow you the argument of the bottle, even if you say, okay, it can open this mysterious bottle that is somehow large enough for the Kraken to open, even if it's large enough, which again... It's, well, I think I think we would have to get into some definition of what constitutes a bottle. A, what do you the mean what constitutes a bottle? A what? What do you mean what constitutes a bottle? The reason I need to say that is like, does a water tank count as a fucking bottle? No! It's a water tank! It's in the name! <laughs> a bottle I'm is saying. a bottle! Don't get into semantics with me! I... I have to get into semantics because you're just sitting here using vagueness and a lack of information and saying, well, I don't know what my monster can do, so this is evidence I don't that, that it would win! I don't have to know the full range and capability of my monster to no, know that an no, island-sized cephalopod cannot fit a seven-inch monster into a bottle. You know what I think the, the end thing is, Alyssa? At the end of the day... Your monster is defeatable, and mine isn't. That's not true at all! There is no recorded instance of a Kraken being killed, or caught, or disappearing. No record of a Kraken ever being defeated. That doesn't mean it's not possible! your myth contains the exact steps of how to defeat your monster! It's seven inches tall! I don't- I don't care! You cannot tell me that and also don't tell me you don't know the exact details of your monster's ability. You don't know any of the details of your monster's abilities. And that's a very big difference. You can't tell me, well well, you know, the monster this thing Do supposedly the some same sort of supernatural ability. We- For your argument against me, you're saying we don't know what kills the kraken, therefore it can't be killed, and then saying I don't know what my monster can do for supernatural yes, ability. Therefore, Alyssa, I you started out with logical. I started out with logical and detailed explanations of and how the fight would I win, the and fact you, turned to you turned around. That your logic you, and re- you threw everything out the window when I said, "Hey, you I logically and responded." Logically, this I doesn't say- abide by any laws of physics or rationale, or scaling, you Alyssa, said, okay, let me Alyssa, toss Alyssa, out Alyssa, my argument. Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa. What? My na- my downstairs neighbor has started banging on their ceiling to get me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is- sorry! Oh I can't believe everyone told me to get a spine, and this is what happened. I'm gonna get you with my head. The good news is that that's the neighbor we never talk to. Oh, thank God. I don't even know her name. Oh. So I think it's fine. Is that the parking one? Yeah. yeah, Oh, man. So she might come up and yell at me. I guess we'll see. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so mad at you. I'm so sorry. The better question is why hasn't the people in my house come to yell at me? Because they know you and they're used to your bullshit. <laughs> they're just like, we're just gonna let her scream about a cephalopod for like forty five minutes. It's fine. Okay, so on that, that note, maybe we should. I I'm was gonna say a tie on the comment. We'll move on. We're moving on. You guys, place your vote. <laughs> Explain to Alyssa why she's wrong for me. It's not possible. I have lost the ability to do so. <laughs> I was gonna say before we get Brooke evicted. God, what did they even hit with the ceiling with? I don't know. Did they just stand on their bed and fucking hit it? I don't know. God, I'm curious. Oh, well. Regardless. (laughs) I can't believe that happened. We have to be very careful about what we pick from now on. God. No, I think we need to be very careful about when we record. For example, not recording on a holiday Monday morning. Well, it's... I was going to say, it's in the afternoon, yeah, you know what, actually, I don't feel that bad. I was gonna say, it's, it's not community. like our usual recording time. We are well into the afternoon at this point. There is no one that, this, this is like sleeping in at this point. This is your fault. Yeah, but it's a holiday morning. Maybe she just, you know. It's 12.30! It is almost, it's past Alyssa, 12.30. Alyssa, Alyssa, I've slept in your house. When left to your own devices, you don't get up till like 2 in the afternoon. Oh, don't like talk to me. <laughs> yes! Uh, Brooke actually just got yelled at by their neighbor. (laughs) I also just got yelled at. (laughs) Oh no, it wasn't yelling, it was asking a question, sorry. I I was asked uh, if my volume control was broken again, which it's never worked. It can't be broken if it doesn't work. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. It's important so I win the argument, mother! She just said so being right wins arguments, not shouting. I have never felt <laughs> so betrayed in all my life. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe in my own home. I'm just gonna leave this. Usually when stuff like this happens during recording, I cut it out. I'm leaving this whole fucking thing in. I can't I- believe it's just- <laughs> uh, people need to know our shame. <laughs> oh, the god. things we go through for this podcast. Oh my god. Okay. God. <laughs> we have to do okay. Dave Billy. I'm like so. I'm still reeling from the fact that this is happening. But yes, let's let's. Uh, um. Uh, I'll start since you started last okay. time. Um, points that mine has. Uh. Is humanoid. Yes, please. <laughs> is humanoid. Uh, Cowardice. Tiny. You can bring it with you. Friend. Gross. Uh, again, vampiric things, inherently sexy. Um, tiny shriveled corpses, less sexy. Described as looking like Medusa. We already agreed that's bullshit and not true. You said it was bullshit. I never agreed to it. Um, you said yourself. The only version of Medusa that it made sense for. going start another streaming match. OG pre-Snake hair Medusa. And we both know that when I say Medusa is hot as hell, I'm talking about Snake Hair Medusa. So fuck off with that bullshit. Perhaps. Anyway, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying relationship is more feasible. The Kraken's stuck in the ocean. It's usually stuck in a lot of places. If it moves, it creates a whirlpool. A lot of people don't want to date a literal octopus. Okay, well, I'm going to, I have a whole lot of hentai to send your way that suggests otherwise Okay, but hentai is still implied, like, I, I can't say I'm a connoisseur, so, but I would hope, whoa, whoa. I would hope that it's not literal octopus, that there's still some aspect of humanoid something in it. Like, sure, there's elements okay. of tentacles, but that doesn't mean it's literal, like, octopus. I'm hoping. Okay, I don't know like, what I'm talking about. I'm talking entirely out of my ass here, so I'm just praying to sure God are. that it's there's some aspects. You really are. It really depends on how far in you're willing to go. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. I want you to know I know this because I researched it because I knew this would come up. You and so you're so brave. Usually you're right, s- but not always. Oh, God not always Um, you're so brave thank you the things I do for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um benefits for dating the kraken very easy to find they always live in the same spot Uh, just fucking live in Greenland it's not that far to get to them they live off the coast not in the middle of the ocean points for being able to get to them very easily um not creepy as fuck looking. Uh, you would get to be dating someone that has a very popular kind of booze named after them, which is cool as hell. Furthermore, very fun release the Kraken jokes every time you go on a date, which is which is wonderful. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I love that. Uh, you still have to get on a boat to get to it. Mine, again, bring you good fortune so... or good luck. And enact vengeance on your enemies. So, like, and... You don't have again. It's a lot easier to bring on dates. What? Yours is just constantly traveling around. No, it's not. In a bottle. It's not. You said so earlier that they're constantly traveling. I said that they can travel, not that they're constantly traveling. There's a difference. I said they originate in Indonesia, but they They've been found anywhere, which means they can move, which means they can travel. And it's not the kraken where if if it moves, it's going to create a whirlpool. Oh man, we're off the coast of Greenland. I love to go. Visit California. Too bad we're gonna create a giant whirlpool. You're saying this as though the whirlpool would prevent him from moving, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It just creates a lot of hassle if you're trying to move. So? Stop being a fucking coward. Stop being a fucking- I'm sorry. I would rather date a very big octopus that is cool as hell than a very tiny- shriveled, mummified corpse of a Barbie doll. I would too, but logistically it's easier to date <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I don't care about the next thing that you're gonna say because you just said you would also rather date the Kraken than your monster. No, I'm still holding on to this argument. I'm, I, like, yes, I would, but no, no, no. <laughs> I still gotta win. I still have to win. Melissa! This would be like if we were in court and I made my point and said, you know, clearly my, my person's innocent. And you said, yes, I also, and you, the, 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 uh, the other lawyer said, yes, I agree that he's innocent. Let's pretend he isn't for a minute. Like, okay. 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 You've lost your case. Okay. Okay. But hear me out. Hear me out. Just because we want things doesn't mean that we should or they're feasible. I would love nothing more than to go to the moon that doesn't mean that it's logistically possible. Like, you could Alyssa? date the Krakens, but there are a lot of issues laid out in that relationship that would only lead to heartbreak. Alyssa, this is a podcast about the fuckability of <laughs> monsters' myths and cryptids? Reality isn't really part of our thing, huh? Huh. That's not really that's not really that's what this just... is about, is it? Listen, listen, you have presented to me so many unfuckable monsters, and I had to be like, yeah, you know what, I I wouldn't fuck them personally, but I guess maybe I'd date them. And you know what? I have to work with the material that I have. And if you can't, you're going to say what? You can't choose your materials and then come to me and say, but these are hard materials to work with. Go easy on me. No, I'm not saying go easy on me. I'm just saying I'm determined to win despite them. Yes, but at no point in those ones when I brought an unfuckable monster did I stop during the dateability and say, yes, I'd also rather date your monster, actually. <laughs> you did, actually, it was the Furies. <laughs> You're right. And then we agreed the Furies won. We oh, still I- had the discussion for the sake of the podcast, but we agreed that the Furies had won because we would both rather date the Furies. I guess, I can- <laughs> listen, listen. I wasn't supposed to admit that I wanted to date the Kraken. You knew this was <laughs> going in. I wasn't supposed to cave. I'm trying to work on having a spine. And all it's gotten is, is you in trouble. Me conversed with. And I still... don't know what. Okay. I'm just saying. Combat is a tie. We'll let the listeners vote on it. But dateability, the Kraken won. And that's just the end of it. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. It <laughs> yes, I have nothing further to argue. <laughs> I'm really at my limit here. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. So, <laughs> on um note. on that note, um last week's monster uh pole, I believe was might have been another tie, but it also might not have been. There was yet. no way it was no, a tie. I don't tie. think it was. I don't think it was. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm remembering the week before. Let me pull up. You'd think I'd like pull this up ahead of time, but I don't ever. Uh, hold on. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the results were, uh, 17% for the Manon and Gaul and 83% for the Furies. that's a tie for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot which ones we did last week. Um, yeah, so, looks like most of y'all agreed with us on that one, which, honestly, fair. Um, the, uh, I'll be putting up the poll for this one. Um... I'll probably put up the poll for, you know, a couple days this time. Just because we are way off our recording schedule, I've kind of accepted it. (laughs) That's just how it is. So you guys will probably have two or three days to vote on this poll before we do the next recording. Um, Again, if you ever listen to an episode after the poll is done... As long as the next episode isn't up yet, we might not have recorded it yet, so go ahead and leave a comment of your thoughts, you know? Um, and if we haven't recorded, we'll take consideration. Even if the next episode is up already, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter. So, you know, let us know. I always love um, being told I'm right after I've already been told I lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the group chat is for us. Yeah, Talisa. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's nice to have vindication sometimes. It doesn't happen often, but sometimes. doesn't happen that often, no. Um, uh, sources. I mostly used Wikipedia. And also the one book that I mentioned in the thing, in the podcast itself. Uh, Alyssa? Most of mine came from ancientorigins.net. Uh, there was a little bit on vampires.com. And this WordPress article uh, by Jack uh, I apologize if I okay. pronounced that wrong. Uh, on the you mystery did, of the jinglot. Right. <laughs> I totally did, but I made an attempt. And I don't what have this individual to correct me, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, so go vote on the poll. Follow us on Twitter, at methods one if you're not already. Um, if you would you wouldn't mind. We'd love it if you would le- rate and review us on whatever you're listening to. I got in trouble with my neighbors today for this podcast, <laughs> so show me that it was worth it. Um, yeah, we put in the dedication and the volume and the passion. Please, <laughs> reciprocate if possible. Oh my god. Oh um, god, this can... As always, the music... Uh, you heard at the beginning and also in a second at the end it was made by my beautiful wonderful husband eddie who i love very much uh and i think that's all we have for you this week correct fact, that's covers everything yeah i think that's all the time we got for okay. today so we will see you guys next week bye Bye-bye.